0: To a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations.
1: (laughs) We never had to think about how to do anything. We just did it from our hearts, focused with intent and joy. Valeria Tellez interviews Charmian Redwood, the author of Coming Home to Lemuria. Charmian had a near-death experience 35 years ago, during which she experienced herself as divine essence. Her purpose now is to assist others to experience their own God presence. Charmian has written two books, both from hypnosis. Coming home to Lemuria discloses how we came from light to lift the earth into the fifth dimension of love and a new earth rising, which looks into the future after the ascension when the earth is healed and we have reclaimed our divinity. What will it look like? How do we get there? This book tells us how to prepare ourselves and our loved ones to move smoothly into the new era of peace. We have the power as divine humans to co-create this shift on the Earth with ease. Mother Earth is birthing herself into her new form as are we, as humans, birthing ourselves into our divinity. Charmian offers sessions of authentic self-hypnotherapy. She guides her clients to experience themselves as soul, to ask what the soul wishes to say to the personality self, and to look at the cause of any issues which clients may be experiencing in their lives, such as illness, relationships, employment. The soul knows everything about us, past, present, and future. These sessions can be done by Skype or phone. She also offers Akashic soul record readings, bringing forward memories of when we have been powerful priests and priestesses in the great temples of light. Charmian taught in all of the mystery schools, and in this lifetime is taking her former students through ancient activations and initiations. Reclaiming in just a few sessions what it took many years of training to accomplish, in ancient Lemuria, Greece, Egypt, Atlantis, we bring forward our wisdom and skills of the past for use in this time. Meet Charmian at cominghometolemuria.com. Here is the interview with Charmian Redwood.
0: In your own words, who is Charmian Redwood?
2: (laughs) Well, I I reinvent myself constantly. So I'm not sure if I recognize myself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had a very powerful experience 40 years ago, uh, which they call a near-death experience, where I completely left the body and went what I call home. Because when I got into the light, into the oneness, into the all that is, then I knew that that was home. So then it really radically transformed what the person that I thought I was. Because when I came back, I literally was not the same person as I had been when I left. So now I know that there are so many more levels to all of us, not just to me. I just happen to stumble across what I call my authentic self, my divine self. Who is now directing my life? So, when I came back, I just offered myself and my life and said, Wherever you need me to be, let me know, and I'll go and I'll be there. So, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. So, I love I'm that. always <laughs> listening. I'm always listening. I'm always, What do I need to do now? What does the world need to hear now? That kind of thing. Mm.
0: Yeah, that really sounds to me like you have given yourself to life, right? That's love. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And speaking of that, um, I often ask the question, not to everyone, some of my guests, how do we know uh, for sure in a way, I guess this is the, the mind, the intellectual mind or the ego mind trying to know when we are there, when we are finally being authentic and coming from the divine self.
2: Well, it's a place of inner knowing. And so as we go through life, we we need to learn to trust that inner knowing. You know, through our education system, we've been kind of trained that the intellect is the one that we need to follow. And it's actually not. The intellect is the one that needs to do the following And what we need to learn to trust is that inner knowing that we had when we were a child and then we lose it as we get into intellectual and academic studies. And then at some point we have to go in and rediscover that childlike sense of trust and uh, awe at the beauty of life. And
0: for some of us who have not had the experience you had of a near-death experience to uncover and enable you to access the divine self or let it guide you, what are other ways that we can do that, access our divine self?
2: Well, that is now what my life's purpose is, because when I came back from that experience that had Completely transformed my reality over the course of one night. I said, I want other people to be able to do this without having to go through all the drama. You know, I had blood poisoning, I was really sick, and uh, it took me a long time to recover. So I developed this way of using hypnosis, which is just a tool for helping you to change your brain waves. So that you can enter those theta states where you can travel very easily to other realms and other planes. So I now this is what I offer on my in my work. I call it authentic self hypnotherapy. So it's really like being able to go into a meditation, but somebody is guiding you. And my my aim in those sessions is for people to experience their divine self, not just to know it as a concept, but to actually experience this unbelievably powerful being who has no self-doubt, no issues about unworthiness or Who am I really? No identity crises. They absolutely know who they are. And so our whole journey is to come to a place where we're just becoming a a vessel or a channel for our own divine self. Nothing outside of us, just the authentic self that we are to do what their work is, which is our sole purpose. So through doing this work, you come to find your sole purpose. Do you also help those who are suffering from
0: grief? They have lost a loved one and they mm. they are not able to get over it. It's the case oh, with yeah. some people in my family. So mm-hmm. I wonder if you could help them too through this.
2: Yes, you see, when you learn how to access the other planes, the other dimensions, which to me is the real world. And the world, the physical world, to me is the illusion Mm -hmm. that it's just a story. So what I do in my sessions, actually, when people have lost loved ones, which I know is uh, unbelievably um, painful, Mm -hmm. I take them to actually see where their family members are, and they are always uh, very happy in very beautiful settings. They're usually with some of the other family. So instead of um, being a medium and, and giving messages from those departed ones, I actually take people where they are. And what the, the relatives always say is, we do not want you to grieve. Right. I'm not grieving, I'm really happy, and the only uh, cloud in my sky (laughs) is knowing that there are people that I've left behind that are grieving for me. So they really want you to pick up your life, not to just stay in grief, but to, to be happy and to help other people. So that's wonderful to know because it
0: seems to me, I have not had the experience of losing people I love or close to me, but it seems to me like it is the most painful experience in a human body.
2: Oh it, it, yeah uh, unbelievable especially if you lose a child that's yeah. something that is very difficult to recover from so I, i've yeah. done this for a lot with people over the years and it really does transform the way they the, they process their grief because then they're able to let it go and move on and and, and one one lady i i worked with in hawaii and her husband had died, and he came and was talking to her. And she said, "I want to come back. I want to come where you are." <laughs> and he said, "No, it's not your time yet. I want you to finish the book." He was writing a book when he died. He said, "I need you to finish my book." So after that, she really be- was at peace with the fact that he died instead of being just broken. Yeah. So
0: it's giving. Yeah, it's bringing light. Mm -hmm. to those areas to the uh, the doubt isn't it that we some of us are not yet there we don't know yet so we need those guidances and thank Mm -hmm. you for being there for being that channel another warm-up question I have for you is the purpose of the human experience what do you think that is and have we chosen to be here
2: Well, this this is actually a bit of my book that I was intending to read is that we did all choose to come to the earth. You know, Mother Earth, Gaia, she sent out the call Millions of years ago, asking for the children of light, which is us, the star people, the angelic people, she asked us to come and walk upon her body to lift her into the light. So in the beginning, in Lemuria, which is what my book, the first book is about, it's called Coming Home to Lemuria, we lived in the light, in physical bodies, on The earth, but it was before the fall, what we call the fall, which was when we shut down our connection to our own divine essence. And since then, we've walked thousands of years disconnected, separated, and now this time on the Earth is probably the most important time there has ever been on this planet because now we are coming back to connection and back to the light and lifting the whole Earth with us. That can be felt. So I'm wondering if the events in 2020
0: uh, have something to do with that, Charmian?
2: Absolutely. But one of the things that happens when you start to shift your vibration, the earth has already moved into the fifth dimension. She went there on December 21st, 2012. We are now coming to the place that we're ready to go with her. And part of that process is a purging of the memories of trauma that we're holding at a cellular level in our bodies that are stopping us from going into that place of wholeness and oneness so 2020 was had two two purposes actually but they're both related in that they literally were meant to stop ourselves in our tracks stop our lives literally okay. right. stop our stop movement this is what covid was for it was meant to take us to look within to to cut down activity externally that is not necessary, that is kind of a distraction. And it was meant to help us reevaluate what is really important to us. And when it comes down to it, it's love, it's family, it's love for the earth. And so part of what's happened is that all of our wounding is coming up, all of our fears are coming up, but so that they can be healed. Because what What's happening is the way we're, we've been living on the earth, which was very material, is literally destroying the planet that we live on. And this is not a sustainable scenario. So if we don't do something pretty drastic very quickly, then we literally won't have a planet for our children to inherit. So we had to be stopped. We had it had to be dramatic enough so that we couldn't ignore it. And so that's what the whole COVID thing was for. Do you have a vision for their new reality? Absolutely. Uh, When I wrote my first book, Coming Home to Lemuria, and I published it, and I was getting all these emails from people all over the world who were just in despair, depressed, discouraged, hopeless, helpless, and I asked my guides, what can I tell these people? And the answer was, show them where we are going, what it's all for. So my second book is called A New Earth Rising. And I, through hypnosis, I took people forward to look at the new earth after it's been healed and restored. And it really is going back to the garden, much more community, people helping each other, changing our technology, changing our relationship to the earth and the earth is restored. So that's the process that we're in. And COVID has been one of the major triggers for that because it is building community. People are getting together with neighbors and helping each other and growing food and expanding their gardens together.
0: That makes me think about the feminine energy which is all about mm-hmm. union and connection. Yeah. So would you say that that's also connected to that?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. What happened on that sh- that time shift when the earth went into the fifth dimension in 2012, the other thing that happened was that the grid of the divine feminine for the earth was activated. Mm. And so now, every, everywhere you go, most of my classes, it's the women mm-hmm. that are wanting the consciousness. They're wanting to know who they are and why they're here and how they can help. Because it's all through the heart. It's not through the head. It's not an intellectual process that you can work out in your head. It's a feeling process that you just have to just feel more and more into the heart feel where the love is and make your choices from there
0: so my other warm-up questions about freedom what is freedom to you
2: charmian freedom is my natural state of being because i know as a soul i have no limitation and this is when I take people to that place and I say, what does that feel like? One of the words they always use is free. No limitations. So it's a state of mind. I feel I am a free being. Therefore, I am a free being. And I really can honestly say that I, I just don't accept the limitations that other people see around us i just basically do what i want to do i'm a free spirit
0: and we can feel that freedom here now we don't have to wait to lose the body or yeah
2: no no the whole point of this transformation and this is why this is such a special time this has never actually happened before is that we are bringing this transformation in the physical body we are not dying to be reborn at a higher frequency we're literally growing a new body becoming a galactic human and we are becoming the immortals so what I've seen in the future, and this is in the, the New Earth Rising book, is that we won't be aging and dying in the same way that we have been. We will just be living extended lives because we'll be reconnected to the source, so we'll be fed from the golden lights we won't even need to eat food unless we want to eat a fruit or something like that and then when when we feel that our mission is complete then we will just choose to leave the body and go home but it won't be because we're old and the body's uh, used up and i've seen my own death and when when i asked why did I choose to leave then? The answer was because the planet was safe for the children and I didn't need to be here anymore. Mm, So I just went home.
0: Right. With that experience, did you or have you lost the fear of losing the body? Oh, it's oh, absolutely! There. Quite the opposite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always saying, saying, "Can I can I come home now?" And They say, yeah. "No, <laughs> not yet. You've know, not finished yet. There's too much to do." <laughs> and I see, and I can see that. Mm. But you know, one thing that's happened because of the COVID is uh, more and more people are waking up and questioning questioning the old system questioning the old values and wanting to know who they are more people than ever especially young people so i'm very encouraged by that and and these children that are coming in i have two little grandchildren aged 2 and 4 and they're both these new frequency beings who are already at the vibration that we are going to Mm. so they're just love literally I was uh, going to walk into the beach with the older one who's four and she said let's have a race so she takes (laughs) off like a rocket and I'm ambling along behind and she looked back and she saw I was getting left behind so she ran back she took hold of my hand mm. and she said, let's hold hands, Nanny, and we'll win together. Oh, wow. And that's a four-year-old. That's beautiful. Yes. And that, that's how we all have to think. Mm. Not I'm going to get where I want to be by climbing over people or even beating other people. We all have to hold hands <laughs> and then we will win together. I know that in your book, Coming Home to Lemuria,
0: you speak ab- about these memories. So it's a remembrance of that place, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's one line you say In Lemuria, we lived in the love and the oneness. Mm-hmm. It is who we are love and beauty and grace. So talk to me about these memories and how they came back to you just at once or. Little by
2: little, it was a journey in a way. It was a journey. I I found myself um, moving to Hawaii which was a place I'd only dreamed of living. I didn't think I would ever actually do it. And I found myself uh, flying and just halfway across the Pacific, I just started to cry because I knew I was coming home. And I didn't even know what that meant. But as soon as I stepped onto the land off the plane, I just knew I'd come home. And at that time, I knew nothing about Lemuria. I knew I was one, but I had no reference to what that meant. But as soon as I started doing my hypnotherapy sessions, and it was mostly with just friends that I'd met, it's like I met my whole Lemurian family within about a month of moving to Hawaii. And I was doing all these sessions, and we were all being taken back. To Lemuria, and Hawaii was the heartland of Lemuria. Mm-hmm. So that was why the memories are all there in the soil, in the water, and so I just—it was a slow awakening to the truth that we are love, that we are meant to live on, in oneness, and that we've fallen asleep, we've forgotten, but now it's time to remember and to return. When you speak of going back home finally, is that a place
0: or it's just, um, yeah, I don't have a word for it. It doesn't seem like a place.
2: (laughs) No, it's kind of a frequency and it's where I went when I died. I left the body, I floated out of the body. There was no fear at all. Didn't know where I was going, but I knew there were angels there and it was peaceful. So I just kept floating higher and higher. And then I emerged into this, what I can only describe as an ocean of love. Mm -hmm. It was a golden light and in it was everything I could ever want or need. It It was home. It's where I wanted to be. It's where I knew I'd come from. And I knew I would go back there. So the important thing about the death process in the body, and this is one of my aims, I do a lot of hospice work now, is if you can die in that state of peace without all the fear, mm-hmm. then you go immediately to this plane of grace where the soul is home. If, if you die in fear anxiety or with a lot of unresolved anger you have to go to the lower planes first to a kind of hospital where people angels or even people in bodies who can work with the afterlife uh, they help you to heal and then you can go to the planes of grace it's really just a realm of grace what about the, uh, the young souls? Is there such a thing, Charmaine? Oh, yes. Souls, oh, yes, absolutely. Souls. Yeah, the Lemurians who are on this planet, who a lot of Lemurians are here now because we remember living in oneness, in love, in harmony and peace. And so we've all come back because this is the completion of the cycle, so, we're Lemurians, you can always tell them because their desire to serve is much higher than their desire for self. And some of them overdo it and like serve to the point of depleting their own resources. Yeah. But there are much younger souls. And they're the ones who are all about me. <laughs> they're yeah. all about self. They just want to experience life, the physical pleasures of life. <laughs> right. Whereas the old souls, we did all that. We've done all that, been there, got the T-shirt. And yeah. so they, we just want to serve and make the world a better place. So, So we have to teach mm-hmm. the young souls. And quite often in one family, there will be maybe one or two old souls and then there will be a lot of young souls mm-hmm. so families can be very challenging
0: and that the challenge now is for the young souls is to overcome fear the fear of death losing oh, the body absolutely
2: absolutely you see the dying's the easy part it's living that is hard Living what I might call an authentic life where you're being true to yourself when you're serving your soul purpose and you're at peace with all the kingdoms and all all the realms. So that's really the goal is to find out why am I here? What do I need to do? Because when you are fulfilling your soul's purpose, you feel very complete, very contented, and very fulfilled
0: and that's how we know right that we are there. then you
2: know, then you know mm-hmm.
0: um so uh there are so many things um in your book the the first chapters that I access to um, you say, we never had to think about, in the memories of Le Mirror, you said, we never had to think about how to do anything. We just did it from our hearts, focused with intent and joy.
2: Yes, what, what we did, we worked in our groups. We had temple teams, and we would all focus on what we wanted to create. And it might have been a building or a plant or anything. And we would all hold that image in our mind. We would connect into our own golden cord, Going into the source, we would ask for the blueprint for that, whatever it was we were creating, to come down. And then we would all just focus our intention, and it would literally materialize. In the center of the circle. So I feel that this is actually the next step in consciousness for humanity, that at the moment, I'm sure you've noticed that as soon as you focus your intention on something, it, it arrives very quickly. Well the next step is to act, to begin to physically manifest whatever we are focusing on and literally create it and transport it here into the physical. So what's happening now is these teams these soul families are coming together, and that's my job, is to find the teams, bring them together, and start them working. So that's why I do classes online, helping people with self-empowerment and self-development. How do we
0: learn to distinguish memories from imagination? Or they are all one in a way?
2: Yes, it's actually the same thing, because as as we move more into connection with the upper worlds we become more right-brained right. and that is where what we call imagination but imagination is actually just being able to see the un- invisible mm, so right. we we might imagine these beautiful lands with all these incredible trees and plants and that's actually they're actually there Mm. it's just that with our physical eye we don't see them but as you become more connected and your third eye is activated and that's what we do in the classes then you are able to see the other planes interact with angels with guides with animals with people from the stars that's a whole world it opens up once you have the inner sight, which is why children are so open, because their right brain is very active, and then it gets shut down when they get older and, and more academic and intellectually directed. Yeah,
0: it, it really resonates with me, because imagination really uh, feels like it's coming from that place of knowing, Mm -hmm. There's knowing about imagination, which means um, it's connected to messages from the unknown and the memories you speak of. Talk to me for a moment, we're almost at the end, about the Akashic Soul Record. What is that?
2: Yes, everything that you have ever been and ever done is recorded in the book of your life, and it's called the Akashic Record. So one of the things that we do in the hypnosis and and in the classes is that we go in and we look at the records, some of them to find out where the wounding is. You know, a lot of... A lot of us are carrying memories of the trauma of the destruction of Atlantis and where it makes us very fearful about the earth being destroyed. But also within that Akashic record are all the memories of the times we've been powerful, when we've been the priests and the priestesses in the temples. And this is what I do in both my sessions and my classes, we go back maybe to Egypt, to Atlantis, to Lemuria, and we become those people. And when I ask them what it feels like, they always say there's no doubt. They have no self-doubt. They know what to do, and they're just doing it without agonizing over, oh, is this the right thing? So that's what we have to reclaim now, is our inner knowing and our own sense of trusting that of our own power. So um,
0: I do have a few more questions for you, the ending questions. Would you like to add anything or read a passage in your book?
2: Yes, Yes. let me me just read this little passage because it's about how we've all come back. Originally, we chose to enter Earth's density to bring light into the darkness Our consciousness is different now because we have the power of the dark and the light. We have no fear of the dark because this new frequency of light was born from the void and it contains all the power of darkness and light. This is the new consciousness of the awakening ones who are choosing to complete the cycle of transformation at this time. It's time to create a new form of light that can be in density and yet hold the frequency and the pure love of oneness. So we have come full circle from the golden light of oneness through the darkness into a new form, which we might call the cosmic Christ. The blue flame in every strand of DNA is enabling the human race to mutate into a galactic vehicle for the embodiment of Christ consciousness. This was the purpose of the fall, to experience the darkness, but to maintain our light We are the ones who are fulfilling the divine purpose of awakening the blueprint of wholeness for the embodiment of our divinity as we create the golden dawn on the earth.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that message. You're very welcome. My last question, I chose this one. It's a a question that I usually ask what are three things about life you know for sure as of this moment?
2: That there is a plan, that everything that happens is part of the plan. So don't look at, oh, my God, this is happening. It's so awful. It's, it's just uh, I'm a victim and people are just mean. Look at why did I choose this? What am I learning from it? If I don't like it, how can I change it? (laughs) So nothing is fixed. Nothing is permanent. It's all open to change. And there's always a purpose. And it's all bringing the earth back to love. Yes, a
0: billion times to that. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much again, Charmian,
0: for your presence, your timeless, uh, wordless wisdom and everything else in between. Thank you.
2: Thank you for inviting me, Valeria. Thank you very much.
0: Where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, and future projects?
2: Well, my um, website is... Coming home to Lemoria.com. So that has all the sessions and the classes and the books uh, that I do. And then on YouTube, I have my own channel, Charmian Redwood. And every week I put up a channeling. At the moment, it's every each week is from one of the angels. So it's a message and a meditation. This week was the Angel of Grace. And it's just helping us to lift to these higher frequencies, to step out of all the chaos that seems to be going on, especially if you want to watch the news, and just choose a different world, choose a different reality. Don't play in that one. Mm.
0: I love the way you said that. Yeah, it seems to be happening, yeah, the chaos, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much again. I'll have those links on your podcast profile, and we'll talk again. Thank you very much, Thank Valeria. You, Charmian.
2: Thank Charmian. you. Bless you. Bye bye.
1: Thank you for listening. To learn more about Charmian Redwood and her work, please visit Coming Home to
0: To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.